Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Inside Wrestling for January 9th, 2022. I'm your host, Nate. We're going to be talking about the AEW Battle of the Belts review, plus New Japan Pro Wrestling news. Uh, feel free to call in, the number 563-999-3414. We're talking about the Battle of the Belts and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Also, I guess TNA had a show yesterday, too, but... I didn't watch it or whatever, so if Chris did, maybe he can chime in on it. Hopefully he calls in in a minute or two. But, yeah, let's get right to it. Basically, last night in Charlotte, North Carolina, Ric Flair country, thought maybe he would have showed up. I think Ric Flair probably would have showed up if freaking Cody wrestled the match, but Cody is out basically. Uh, I don't know. They're saying it's COVID. But he might be out longer than you know, two weeks or so, so I think it's more of an issue than just COVID. Maybe it's an, an injury or so, a knee or something like that. Well, he might be out for an extra couple more weeks. So let's have to wait and see how that all pans out. But anyways, his brother filled in against Sammy Guevara in an interim T&T title belt match. You know, it was a pretty good match. Nice show of respect at the beginning of the match at the handshakes between two competitors. Nice back and forth match. Nice spots by uh Sammy. Well, let me bring in Chris. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? It's good. No, nothing. So we're just talking uh, I was just talking about the Dustin Rhodes and uh Guevara match last night. Nice back and forth action, nice show of respect to the start of the match. Sammy Guevara wins the title and uh yeah, we'll see where they go with uh Sammy Guevara, I mean, there was some talk maybe Dustin winning it, and then maybe that basically can set off Cody to be a heel, you know, basically saying, hey, motherfucker, give me my belt back, or some shit, or a Cody versus Dustin match, but that didn't happen, so we'll see what happens, and then uh, the, the one of the clowns from, uh, was it, 2.0 came in and started a beef with uh, Guevara and basically something a match for uh, Wednesday and Dynamite. Uh, any thoughts last night on this TNT interim match? Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, pretty good opening match. Uh, Sammy's pretty yeah. good. And, uh, Dustin, you know, he's a freak of nature. I think he's, um, not sure what his age is. He's, uh, pretty sure he's 54? over 50 by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds fifth. about right. Yeah, he's about 54 or 55, somewhere along there. So, uh, you know, great match. I think, it's, I think they said it was for the, uh, interim title until, uh, whatever issue with Cody is uh, dealt with. But uh, it was a good match. And uh, yeah, there I keep giving these two-point guys. I was going to say, that Canadian destroyer to fucking Guevara on the table, I thought he was dead. 
Okay. Sorry for the ambulance. Holy shit. Yeah, that was a pretty good spy. Yeah, what can I say? TK loves those uh, those 2.0 guys. It gives him a lot of TV time. So, mm. you know. Yeah. Congratulations to the Jacksonville Jaguars who winning their football game against the Colts. Now, basically, the Steelers have a chance to get into the playoffs. So you wonder if uh, the Steelers might return a favor to the Jaguars come draft day. Just saying. But anyways, <laughs> they, they, need, they need a lot of help the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> they need help from all the football teams. So if any kind of chance in the future. But anyways, um, we had the uh, FTW title match. Um, I really don't give a shit about this, but uh, I, I really hope uh, there's a falling out between Hook and uh, fucking the, 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 the champion, because I want to see fucking Hook win the title. This guy is fucking over as hell. He, he's like, you know, you catch lightning in a bottle. This motherfucker caught lightning in a bottle, Hook. And it's crazy. He's 202 pounds. You look at him, like, you think he's, like, maybe 160. 160. Nah, this guy must be, like, 202 with solid muscle. And he can fucking go. So, I'm ready. I'm really going to say it right here, right now, for Rookie of the Year for 2022, I'm going to be hooked. Any thoughts on the FTW title and what do you want to see in the future with that belt, even though it's, like, pointless? Yeah, this is, like, a pretty – uh accurate prediction at some point they'll probably do something like that with uh hook mm. and um he's pretty much like the only uh person that kind of similar to goldberg that's like the only thing i can really compare him to because like goldberg just kind of came out of nowhere back in the day and but he can wrestle. just like right but guy right place right time just right elements and he just blew up quick and uh hook is uh very similar hook's a, a better wrestler than goldberg though but there's just yeah, yeah. something about him, just like Goldberg. He just, just, there's just some intensity factor that he just has. Mm-hmm. You know, Ric Flair will always say in interviews that, uh, you know, he just he just has it or something like that. So, yeah, the match is cool, though. Uh, I've known Ricky since uh, – I, I discovered Ricky when, uh, when I was watching NWA Power uh, before COVID. A uh, pretty charismatic guy. And um, a lot of people compare him to The Rock. I'm not really sure where that came from. I'm not sure, like – where those comparisons started, that only really started once he started appearing on AEW. I know he has, like, neck issues. That's why he doesn't wrestle as much as he should. So, you yeah. know, he's a, he's, he's a pretty good wrestler. So, but, yeah, you know, it was not nothing, bad. Too, and, yeah, nothing too insulting here. It was a, you know, decent match. Yeah. I mean, I like when Ryan Big fucking beat, him, beat the shit out of him and slapped him with a tuna fish. That was pretty <laughs> funny. And it went through the table. But, uh Anyways, he does have, like, the young rock look or something. He doesn't have the body for the rock, but, like, in the face and shit like that. But, uh, no, no, nothing against Ricky Starks. Very good talent, but, uh, like I said, injuries basically keeping him down. So we get to the last match. I'm surprised Rick Flair didn't show up. I think if Cody wrestled that match, I think we would have had Andrade show up with Ric Flair, but since Cody didn't wrestle, they didn't need Ric Flair there. Plus, uh, I don't think Tony Khan wanted to pay Ric Flair's bar tab. So he probably said, fuck it. So. But anyways, um, last match, Britt Baker against Rio. This lady is so fucking, my God. She stinks. She weighs like fucking 60 pounds. Man, I think dogs take bigger dog craps than her. But uh, you got to give it to her. At least she, you know, she, she puts up a, a, a fight. You know, kind of makes the matches and the moves look realistic. But uh, in the end, 
Britt Baker wins. Pretty predictable. You know she was going to get the win. You know, they're, they're going to probably build up a Thunder Rosa feud. Uh, or the Alien Lady, too. So, you know, one, one of those. But I think it's basically, the, the end game is basically Britt Baker and uh, fucking uh, Thunder Rosa. Um, they might have that Jamie Hayter, too, in between there, too. Because I think Hayter, she needs to branch off from Britt Baker. Because I think she's a star in the making. The look of her and stuff, so. But uh, any thoughts on uh, the Britt Baker uh, women's title match for the AEW women's title? Yeah, yeah Rio reminds me a lot of Rey Mysterio. Just very small. Seems like yeah. you could just beat the shit out of her. But she comes yeah. out every time with these really cool moves and, and matches and stuff that nobody's ever seen before. She's basically like a girl, Ray Ray. Um, pretty good matches and stuff. And it was cool that they actually came up with a story because – like, on, on paper, it's just, like, kind of a filler title defense. But going back to the beginning of the company, like, she, uh, Britt had never actually beaten Riho. So that was actually a pretty cool story. Yeah. Even, like, in tag matches, she would always, like, get fluke pinfalls and stuff. So it actually gave you a reason to uh, invest. Match is pretty good. And, yeah, they're definitely putting tension with, uh, you know, the Jamie Hayter chick. And um, I oh, thought yeah. that maybe they would be together a little bit longer. But I could see them breaking up soon and, um, who knows? Maybe even Jamie could t- take the belt from her. But I think the yeah, game yeah. is definitely done the Rosa as well. So we'll probably yeah. get that. I'm thinking maybe by uh, – I'm, I'm thinking maybe double or nothing. But Revolution is going to be a little bit later this year because Revolution is going to be in March, I believe. Uh, the previous year has okay. been in January or February, but it will be in March this year. So, But uh, good show, good show. I thought the uh, TNT specials would be a little longer. Uh, it was just an hour, so I was thinking it would be more like Clash of the Champions. Uh, we'll see what the next one's like, maybe. Yeah, maybe they'll just check on what they got for a rating or something for the one hour and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know what the hell. The, oh yeah, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, was their leading. So I don't know if Godzilla helped AEW hurt it, but anyways. And yeah, and another thing too about Godzilla, going back to what King King Kong versus Godzilla. There's, there's no way Godzilla's doing the job to Kong. So. That's it. When 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 you when you title a movie King of the Monsters, the motherfucker's the best. Godzilla's number one in my book. But anyways, get back to wrestling. Um, yeah, that's basically it for AEW. We'll see what happens on Wednesday. Oh yeah, another thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I want to say one thing really quick. That guy Hobbs, Team Taz, the dude's fucking face when he's got that mean look face. That that dude. They, they should mold a, a Halloween mask out of him because he looks like one ugly motherfucking Halloween mask. I don't know, you know. Whoever makes Halloween masks, there you go. That's a best seller right there, a Hobbs mask for Halloween. But anyways, let's get to um, New Japan. Oh, wait, before I get to New Japan Pro Wrestling, Chris, did you check out the TNA uh, bullshit last night? I saw uh, two of the last – I saw two of the last matches. I saw the last two matches. I didn't see the whole show. Um, okay. Yeah, I think, Anything I good think there's happened? like some um, – a lot of some, a lot of Ring of Honor guys showed up. Um, okay. I know PCO, um, Mike Bennett, Matt Taven, Maria, and one other guy. Okay. I forgot his name. Um, I think his name is Vincent. I believe that's his name. Uh, they showed up, and so looks like um, looks like Impact's getting in bed with Ring of Honor, but Impact's getting in bed. Everybody, Impact's such a whore. <laughs> Sleeps with everybody. Yeah. So, is Maria? Um, isn't Maria yeah. pregnant or something? Is she pregnant? Maria? I don't I don't know. Maybe she is, maybe she is. No, isn't. which one's which one's the redhead? Which one's the redhead? 
The one oh, Maria's the redhead. Is that Maria? Yeah. Yeah, Maria's the redhead. I think she got yeah. pregnant. Yeah, I think she got pregnant again. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, they showed Anyways, up yeah. there, and I, and I saw I saw like two title matches. I saw uh, Moose, uh, Morosi, that's Big Cass from WWE, yeah. and uh, Cardona, that's Ryder. They had a nice triple yeah. threat, and you know Moose won. I'm a big fan of Moose. Moose is really cool, and I'm surprised. Yeah. That I'm legitimately surprised that like nobody else has picked him up because I know he was a free agent for a bit, but. Uh, you know, Impact keeps signing him. So, and I remember when Impact, like when yeah. they resigned him, I was like, they better put the belt on him because he's like the best guy they got, and they did. And the main event was uh, Mickey and uh, Deanna in a old school Texas death heard- match, uh, which yeah. uh, you know Mick Foley and uh, Terry used to do all the time. So I wasn't too crazy about the match, honestly. I would rather just seen them have like a regular straight up match. But you know, I guess they wanted to do some kind of gimmick because the show is called Hard to Kill. And uh, Roxy, the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, she was in the front row. Roxy is pretty interesting because uh, uh, Ring of Honor, unfortunately, they uh, started a women's division, and uh, right when they well, they always they always had one, but like they, but stuff kept happening. But they had revamped the division. They had finished the tournament, and she was the champion. And so just when they were finally kind of like establishing themselves, you know, the stuff of Ring of Honor happened. So she's the Ring of Honor yeah. Women's Champion, and I know that uh, she's also going to be making appearances for MLW. She probably already does it. I'm not familiar with MLW's taping schedule, so I'm not sure if it's been filmed or not. And then Deanna, yeah. uh, she, she, Deanna came out at that last Ring of Honor pay-per-view at Final Battle where uh, she challenged Roxy to a match for the uh, Ring of Honor Championship. And I imagine, you know, that would have to be on impact. And so she was there at the pay-per-view. She was sitting ringside in the match. And then what's also interesting is uh, she had a tryout at the WWE PC. So I'm just kind of like, well, how's that work? Because if she gets hired by WWE, you know, like, then maybe maybe she – I mean, again, I don't, I don't know how the tryout went, but if she did get hired, maybe it's one of those things where they'll let her fulfill her obligations before she, you know, starts there. So yeah. she's kind of everywhere. She's, she's very young, too. She's only like a – I'm pretty sure she's like 20, 21, and that's exactly what uh, Vince is looking for right now. You know how Vince is. Yeah. You know, Vince is like, yeah, I like a young, young and short. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he's salivating. Well, I mean, Vince is salivating over, uh, we got fucking Le- Lesnar versus Lashley at the Rumble. But, you know, he's fucking drooling. Um, and then I was talking on the show on Friday. What about a possibility we get, like, some fuck-up finish where we end up getting, like, Lashley, Lesnar, Roman, and, like, fucking uh, McIntyre, fatal four-way at WrestleMania. Holy shit, Vince is going to nut himself to death backstage. So, uh, but anyways. Hey, I was thinking we should do a show, I think, maybe next weekend, booking of the Royal Rumble. We'll have Vince McMahon, and you got to play Kevin Dunn, and uh, we'll book the Rumble. Vince, Vince is fucking losing his mind. He's bringing in Yokozuna and the Macho Man. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna do a secret of that, oh, yeah. you need to have like. Uh, yeah. Do a secret of that, you need to have like um. You need to have like a swimming pool in the background with sharks in it and and like fucking. I know. I gotta like, find like a sound effect machine. I I gotta get like birds chirping in like the pool, like waves or something. I gotta get like a noise machine or something in the background while we're doing it. But uh, yeah. Yeah, Vince is going to be, like, senile in the episode, and, like, Son's going to be like, fucking Vince, uh, Yokozuna's dead and much, man. Shut up. Give me a Slim Jim, you fucker. And some sushi. 
So, but uh, anyways, let's get to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, you want to go over what happened at uh, was Wrestle Kingdom uh, last I, weekend? Yeah, I actually don't know what even happened on night two. I saw night one. Um, oh. Okay. Uh, I, I know I know Okada beat Shingo. Not a, no surprise because, yep. you know, it's Okada. Okada. And El Desperado beat Hiromu, so that was pretty cool. I like I like Despi. Despi's pretty cool. And uh, Ghetto, yeah. uh, next, uh, not Ghetto, uh, Goto and Yoshihashi beat the uh, Dangerous Techers. That's uh, Zack Sabre and Junior and Taichi for the tag belt. So uh, big ups to Yoshi. Yeah. He's basically like, um, Yoshi's been like, uh, he's kind of been like the Ziggler of New Japan. He, he kind of like peaked a while mm-hmm. back. So to see him actually win a belt, um, like an actual real belt, uh, good on him. So, yeah, I got to check ever, out. You ever, think, oh, you, you ever think? You ever think uh, WWE or AEW will try to sign Zack Sabre Jr.? I always hear good things about him. Uh, you know, think I don't come? think it would really work. His, his style is very uh, – his style of wrestling is very technical. And oh, most okay. fans, most American fans aren't really into that. Um, okay. He, he wrestles a very amateur style. Like, even it, – it, it can definitely be kind of boring. I mean – some people compare him to Dean Malenko, and I kind of get triggered at that comparison because, like, you know, Dean was a great yeah. wrestler, but Dean would do, like, a yeah. few power spots. Like, you know, he would do, like, I don't know if you remember uh, that gut buster he would do from the top rope, you know, oh, where he would yeah. put you on his shoulders yeah. and drop you on his knee. Yeah, he would yeah, do a leg yeah, carry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah but he's very, he's very technical. I think a lot of people would find him boring. But, I mean, who knows? Yeah. Like I said, if you like, if you just, if you like straight up, Amateur wrestling, then um, you know he's your guy. Now I don't know if okay. AEW's ever made a play for him, but you know WWE did. You know back in the uh, Cruiserweight Classic, yeah, I remember you know, back when yeah, you know Triple H was trying to sign Ibushi and uh, Zack Saber. Yeah. That was kind of like that was really kind of what that was really kind of what happened with the Cruiserweight division because Triple H wanted to restart it and he wanted those two guys to basically be like the ace, but then um, they never signed. So. When they never signed, it was yeah. kind of like, well, shit. So that was kind of one of the reasons why the Cruiserweight division was kind of doomed from the beginning because he never really got the chance to, you know, sign the people he really wanted to focus it on. Abushi at the yeah. time, he was just kind of like um, a freelancer. He didn't sign anywhere. And then I'm not really sure what Zack Sabre Jr.'s reason was. I just think he just chose not to sign. I, I think they both made the right like decision. Kenta, didn't, like, Kenta have a big match, too, or something? I read something about Kenta really quick. And he had like maybe he a match with uh, Night Two or something. Oh yeah, two. yeah, he had a he had a match with uh, Tanahashi for the uh, U.S. title, and um, oh, okay. I heard he lost. I think I'm pretty sure he okay. lost. Um, and uh, I know Naito had a match with um, with uh, Hobbs. Yeah. Not Hobbs, I'm sorry, Jeff Cobbs. He had a match. I, I get Cobbs and Hobbs uh, mixed up sometimes because they're very similar, both big yeah. guys. You know, a lot of meat. So I gotta check out Night Two still though. So, yeah. but yeah, since we're in 2022 yeah, now. I'm hoping yeah. that uh, New Japan has a better year than they did uh, last year, and, and I'm, I'm pretty sure at some point we'll finally get Okada on a on a Dynamite, and then he's finally champion again. Eventually. So. Eventually. But uh, yeah, I guarantee Kento was probably signed up for the uh, Go to Sleep and Punk's music hit. Oh my god, fucking Punk's music hits! Oh shit, <laughs> that's gonna happen eventually. I want to see that down on down on down the line. Um, Samoa Joe got released from WWE. So I guess we're going to get a nice reunion of Samoa Joe 
Daniel Bryan, uh, Danielson, and, and, and Punk, and uh, AEW eventually down the road. I just hope like when he debuts, a white van pulls up and like Joe comes out with these guys like ninjas, because I, I would fucking lose my shit when he when he debuts. Shows up with some ninjas <laughs> in a white van. If I see a white man in the parking lot, I know Samoa Joe's there. So there we go. But uh, yeah. Speaking of Okada, um, yeah, I don't know. Eventually, I think that's one of the reasons why Danielson signed with AEW because he went to wrestle in New Japan Pro Wrestling, but he probably wanted maybe Tony Khan to bring in, uh, you know, an Okada or a Naito or, you know, somebody else, you know, some of these New Japan guys. I always think it's a good working agreement, you know. You, and, you know, I said it, too, like five years ago. I called it. I said there's going to be a wrestling fan that's a billionaire that's going to bring companies together to work together to compete against WWE. And that's what AEW is doing, but they need that missing piece. It's like New Japan Pro Wrestling, so hopefully they can get a working agreement going on. You know, they can do some talent exchanges and shit like that, because you know Moxley wants to go back to New Japan. You know Danielson wants to go to New Japan. You know, I don't know what the whole deal with Omega and New Japan Pro Wrestling. I guess they had a falling out, so I don't think we'll see Omega in New Japan. But, no, I mean, if you bring in an Okada, holy shit, man. Fucking, you bring in new fans, too, because... You're going to see these AEW fans checking out New Japan Pro Wrestling. It makes the wrestling so much better. So, uh, Look ahead for uh, this week for wrestling. Uh, we got Monday Night Snore. So all you people that can't sleep, and then Monday Night 8 to 11 puts you out. And then uh, Friday Night's, yes, SmackDown. Uh, basically, like I was saying on Friday's show, you take out Bobby Lashley, you take out Roman Reigns, you know, you don't have much for WWE's me and Lesnar too. You take those three guys out, and what the fuck's left for the product? They really got nothing going on. Maybe you know tag division, maybe the Usos and New Day and shit like that. But like singles wise, there's nothing really good. The women's division, fucking Sasha Banks is gonna miss what another Royal Rumble? She's missing like four out of the last five Royal Rumbles I saw today. Yeah, like, a lot, a lot of people are. Uh, yeah, a lot of their issues are. Uh are being exposed. Really, what it, what it really comes down to is that they're just not building anybody. And it's not that yeah. they, uh, they can't. It's just that Vince just refuses to. A lot of people are overthinking the whole Mickey James thing, you know, like on SmackDown. You know, they acknowledge yeah. Mickey James as the knockouts champion. You know, for years, you know, WWE ignored TNA or ignored Impact. And now all of a sudden they're letting Mickey be a, a spot in the Royal Rumble, and a lot of people are blowing it out of proportion. People are saying, oh, my God, is WWE opening the forbidden door and stuff? And, you know, like, let's yeah. analyze that. Like, firstly, Mickey, to those that don't know, as far as I'm aware, and I could be wrong here, as far as I know, Mickey's not actually signed by Impact. She's a free agent because she appears yeah. for Impact. I also know she appears for NWA. So she's basically, like, pay high parents. So... Um, yeah. yeah, but what this is really about, the main reason why uh, Mickey is even there is because they don't have any girls. You know, they fired yeah. so many of them, and and then the girls that they have in 2.0, that's the new NXT, most of them yeah. are green, and then they're not ready to to be featured on TV. So, like, if you look at their you roster, you got, you got, Bailey, you got, Bailey out, you got Sasha out, you know, Bailey, Sasha out, you know, it's like Jesus. Right, and Oscar's yeah. still out, too. So, I mean, but who knows? Oh, maybe Oscar could be coming back. Yeah, but they don't. Yeah. They don't have any girls, so that's really what the issue is. Like, if you go on www.com and their roster, or if you Wikipedia, just go through the roster. Like, they don't have any girls, so 
So since they don't have any yeah. girls, their only option is to bring back legends, and you already know the legends are there. Like I think that Bella's going to be in the Rumble, Kelly Kelly will yeah. be in the Rumble, um, Michelle yeah. McCool will be in the Rumble. I'm, I'm sure. So now it's like, okay, not only are they bringing back <laughs> legends, but now they're contacting other companies to be like, hey, can we borrow your, your chick for like one show? Like that's all it is. And then um, you know, the men's division is also very similar. You know, because you mentioned. You know, outside of Lashley, Roman, and, and Lesnar, they're not building anybody, and, and they're not because, you know, the end game for uh, Mania, unfortunately, is uh, Roman and Brock. Again, Christ, it's been the same fucking match since 2015. Like, holy shit, like, can we get something else? But at least on Raw, you know, Raw has different names. You know, Raw's got Rollins, it's got Big E, it's got Lashley, it's got Balor, it's got AJ Styles, so... Uh, if Brock somehow uh, retains the title of the Rumble, at least for Raw, he, there's different people he can fight to kill time. But on SmackDown, yeah. Roman's got nobody. There's nobody. Okay. Jeff got fired. Um, Drew is, is it has a neck injury, and we don't know how serious the neck injury is. And then when you look at the rest of SmackDown, they got nobody. Like, who they got? Like, Nakamura? He's not doing anything. He's the Intercontinental Champion. He doesn't defend the belt. You got the New Day, yeah. like, okay, like we've already saw that. They they got nobody. And so on the last SmackDown, they're saying that Roman's got to fight Seth, and Seth is from Raw. So they're ignoring the brand split again because they don't got anybody. They haven't built up yeah. anybody. And I remember I was saying for a while that, um, you know, if something happened to Roman, if he, you know, wakes up and works out and suffers some freak injury, tells his ACL, MCL, like, they're fucked. You know, if he got COVID yeah. or if his cancer came back, they're fucked. And that's what happened. He got yeah. COVID. And then when he got COVID, it totally, like, fucked up their plans because they focus everything around him. And that's just not a smart business model anymore, you know. Like, CM Punk would always say, like, you know, when Punk quit, right, he was on that uh, podcast of Cabana. And then Punk was pretty much like, when he was there, when he was part of WWE, it was always, what's next for Cena? What's next for Cena? It was always about, like, what is Cena doing next? Well, now it's like, what's next for Roman or Brock or just those two? And it's like, fuck everybody else. So, you know. And then Charlotte. Charlotte Charlotte herself. Like, you mentioned the uh, the women's Rumble. Charlotte herself, she's a SmackDown champion. And she's going to be in the Rumble because she doesn't have anybody to fight. Because the Tony Storm girl, she quit. So, yeah, man, they're not building anybody. They're they're just not building anybody. Oh, you are still there, Nate? Not sure if I got to cut off or not. So, but yeah, in case I'm still alive, um, the last issue with WWE is, uh, you know, they're not building anybody, and uh, that's been the case for a while now. Oh, sorry for that sound. That's my computer. So, but yeah, that's been the case for a while now. They're not, they're not building anybody, and it's not a simple matter of they, you know, they can't. They just refuse to. So, uh, for the women's division, Vince is just complacent on the uh, four horsewomen. That's really all that is. Uh, Sasha, Becky, Bailey, and uh, Charlotte. You know, you see some other girls get pushed every now and then, like Oscar or Alexa Bliss or whatever. But it's mainly been those four when you really like come down to it. So. In the men's division, you know, they're just feeding everybody to Roman. You know, that's really all it is. We're just going to feed everybody to Roman, whether they're over or not. So, you know, I remember like last summer, everybody thought Cesaro was going to get a push, and it was like, no, he's not. He's just getting fed to Roman. That's all it was. So, 
you know. That's how it is. I don't, I don't watch WWE. I know you don't either. Most folks have kind of given up on it at this point. But I uh, I keep up via different podcasts and, you know, uh, observers and just, you know, uh, different radio shows and stuff like that. So I do like to be in the loop. I am excited for uh, Lesnar Lashley, though. That's a dream match. We've been waiting for that one for a long time. So that one's exciting. I won't lie about that. But, uh, you know, I think the Walter guy is going to be uh, a more permanent dude on NXT. He's one of the few uh, draws that they have because he barely showed up before because he was uh, he was of NXT UK so he wasn't too fond of America I guess things have changed so yeah I hear he may be a regular on uh, 2.0 now so that's cool we'll see how it works for him he's lost some weight too so he reminds me of Vader a little bit but uh but yeah man I don't really have much else to say about WWE and uh, I know Nate doesn't either so uh, we 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 both have uh, matured in many ways. You know, before we used to just kind of like just watch it anyway, just to kill time. But uh, now that we have just you know other outlets of stuff to watch, it's like you know why bother? So uh, I'm just kind of more of a if you don't have anything nice to say, don't really say it at all. So if anyone's listening, and you're a WWE fan, then you know more power to you. But yeah, so I'm not sure where Nate is. Uh, I see what's going on here. 